February 13, 2011, a snapshot of orca whale. As I was heading towards my front door, I thought that I didn't really have enough time to work on all my art projects. Later, I had to pick up some razors because I went swimming with some lady friends of mine. Then I was at this house having a conversation with two fake women who were sitting across from me. Since these women were fake, they reminded me of actresses and mentioned that women have to be beautiful nowadays. One offered me a jacket because it was a little chilly. Then the dream changed and I was standing in a small boat about a mile offshore from land. I saw an orca whale coming towards the boat in the far distance. As the orca came closer, I snapped a picture of it. I thought that most people have never experienced seeing an orca whale. This was a cool dream. I've always been fascinated with orca whales since I was a kid. Um, there was a movie I saw. It was uh, Killer Orca or something like in 1977 or 79. And so I don't recall having not having enough time working on my art projects. Um, I remember, okay, so I had to pick up razors. I didn't know I was going swimming. So I meant, so I had to pick up some razors to shave my legs. And then I was sitting in a room uh, with these two women and we were talking or whatever. They were older than me, um, slightly older, you know, five to 10 years older than me. And they were saying how like for California that, that, you know, in order to be an actress, you have to be beautiful nowadays, which is true. And then I don't recall a woman offering me uh, a jacket because it was chilly. I don't recall that. Um, and this part I like, um, I was standing in a small boat, very small boat. Uh, it was about a mile from the land. And um, I think I stood up to take a picture for the orca. An orca whale that I saw coming towards me. It was slowly coming towards me and I snapped a picture of it. It was kind of an old-fashioned camera or a small one. And so at the time, I think I was wanting to get a job working with the orca whales, like the tourism. And and I know that they, in the Pacific Northwest, they have, you know, where you can go and whale, you know, whale site or whatever. And so I think that the, that might be the reason of, of this dream. Um, I never have seen an orca whale like in person, like in the ocean. I did go whale watching about two or three years ago, but um, it wasn't orca whales. I didn't see any orca whales. It was minks and stuff like that. So yeah, I I really I I really like this dream because I like orca whales and just whales in general so february 14th 2011 peg board game there was this game board on the wall my brother was on the board and represented as a dull large peg in the center of the board i was represented as a colorful light blue peg of the left side of my brother there was some squishy substance underneath my peg my brother and I were the oldest people playing this game on the board. I then realigned my peg and placed it underneath my brother's peg. I mentioned that I would be fine as long as I had some space. 
Then the game board was taken off the wall and had wheels attached to the back of the board. And so I started pushing the board down the sidewalk. And I was in a waiting room and was slimmer and dressed professionally. This dream is a little, is strange, but it's, it's interesting. Um, my brother, it wasn't actually my brother, but he was like a brother to me in this dream. Um, it's interesting about a peg. I'm not for sure. I mean, a game, I can understand it's, it's a game. Um, and so I was, a well, I was colorful and, uh, and I was a blue peg to the left. So I'm not for sure why it would be to the left of the, my, the guy who reminded me who was like a brother to me. And there were, as far as being a squishy substance underneath my peg, well, that was um, not really underneath my peg. It was a uterine pull-up. And that's what that represented. Um, and so the person who was like a brother to me, we were probably the oldest people there that were working there as part of the game. And I'm not for sure why I would realign my peg underneath my brother, unless it was like I was under his command. That's all I can think of is that, you know, he was, I was underneath him, you know, I was working for him or whatever. And well, that makes sense because kind of here it says, well, I'll be fine as long as I get, as long as I have my space. Okay, so that makes sense. And... So this was kind of interesting and bizarre. The game board was taken off the wall and it had wheels attached to the back of the board. And so I started pushing it down the sidewalk. Well, that was bizarre. It was like a, just a small square wooden thing and it had, you know, like wheels on it. And I was pushing it by itself down the sidewalk, which really doesn't make much sense and why I would do that. Um, but, and then I was in a waiting room and dressed professionally. Well, I think that's probably some... Obviously, some legal issues came up. Um, I think that's what was going on in this dream. Okay, so uh, February 15, 2011. The Helper. I was standing on a platform in front of a library audience with a stack of blue books beside me. There was a blonde girl walking around in a hotel parking lot, middle-aged people staying in a room full of bunkers. They had square padding on shoulders except for one woman. Cartoon characters went up and down the ladder helping each other. Yeah, this was kind of, okay. Um, I was on, it was, it was, a, it really wasn't in the library. It was more like a, a bar thing, but I mean, it had like a, a platform where you could stand and there was a microphone and there were people there. And I had all these blue books, of course. Um, that represents, you know, Blue Girls Dream Journals. Uh, so, but it was a blue covering and they, they were hardcover books. And they weren't that thick. They were maybe about an inch. And so I had a pile of them. And I remember this woman was helping me because nobody really wanted to buy them. Um, let's face it, my English isn't that great when it comes to writing. And I'm not really good at, you know, getting my name out there. I don't really know how to do that. And uh, so, um, so this blonde girl who was walking around and she was kind of out of it or whatever. 
that was actually her name was Renee. And she had long hair, whatever. She was kind of out of it. I don't know why she was kind of out of it or what. I think she was just kind of stressed out. I don't think she was high on anything. I think that she had some emotional issues going out. So going on. So she's kind of out of it. And then there was this, like, it, there was this room and had bunkers and uh, bunk beds. And it was like middle-aged pe middle people were living there or staying there temporarily. And I don't know why they were staying there, but this one woman who was the last to go, it was this native or African-American woman, and she didn't want to go um, because I think she was kind of afraid. But I do recall some of the people had padding, like squares on their shoulders, which was bizarre, which really doesn't make sense. You know, kind of all I can think of was like football and or some kind of padding to protect them. Um, they all had that except for this African-American woman who was the last to leave and was afraid to go. Um, then there was these cartoon characters. Um Mario, Super Mario, they were going up and down the slaughter, up and down, up and down, up and down, and they were helping each other through the entire game. So that is what I remember as far as these dreams. And um, thank you for listening to this podcast. And um, I have podcasts on Tuesdays. If you want to uh, send me or contact me or send me a message regarding any of these podcast, then feel free to contact me and have a blessed week. Thank you.